this thing on? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? It's been a while since we've turned it on. Yep. Is it is it on? Uh, I guess it's on now. Happy 2024 to everybody out there that's still listening to this podcast. It has been a while. We haven't seen you guys since, what, last year? You haven't uh, heard from us for a while. Yup. I think the last update was after we got back from... Mm, let me see. I'm, I'm looking through my episodes right now. Was it Paramore? Um, let me see. We're just looking at the uh, previous episodes here because it's been so long since the last podcast that we made. We've forgotten what the most recent one was. Yeah, I can't. Let me. Let me see. I'm going to have to look through my episodes to see when was the last podcast episode that we made. Just bear with me, guys. Uh, yeah. The last one we did was in August of 2023. August. When? When is it? In in August. It's probably good enough. Where is it? It's talking about it's fashionable to be unemployed. It's fashionable to be unemployed. That's what I have gotten. <laughs> No, but I want to know the actual date. Let's see. Does it have an actual date? It should because I always put dates on my podcast. So let me see. The last time we talked to you guys was... Bear with me, y'all. Rar. I'm bearing with you. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> August 21st, 2023. That was the last time you and I, the listeners, had a chat. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot has happened since. We are over six months married now. Mm-hmm. I think we're kind of almost reaching the point of not being the annoying newlyweds anymore. Nah. Yay! Nah, we're still the annoying newlyweds. We are? Yeah. You think so? By how much we, like, hold hands and kiss and... Yeah, and but I'm not, and... like, posting you or us on social media anymore. Oh. Really. You're not. I wiped my Instagram clean. Well, I don't have social media, so I don't. I never really knew how that's, much you posted in the first place. That's one of the many things I love about you. Yeah? That you don't care about all this superficial crap. Yeah. I'm trying. I guess if I make any sort of resolution this year, not that I make them every year because I don't because I don't really believe in them because I think that everybody is eventually going to break their resolutions. But I guess one resolution if I that I'm going to make right now is for this year is to just be more present mm-hmm. and not care so much about the superficial shit. That's good. So, yeah, I don't, um, fun fact about me, I, not really a fun fact, but more so a fact, a fact, 
um, for the last three, four, maybe five-ish years now, I've been pretty much wiping my social media clean after every year. Mm-hmm. Like right now, you're looking at my Instagram and there's no posts. I don't have anything on here. I've kind of archived everything, which means I, I hide it from people. Yeah. I don't have anything on Instagram yet, which is very shocking to some of you because I normally do have a social media presence, but I'm not really posting anything about my life right now because I just don't feel like it. I haven't had inspiration to really post anything on social media. Nothing super major has happened to us just yet. We've been too busy enjoying life instead of posting about it. Exactly. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not active on my Instagram stories because I post on there either a post about my favorite band in the world, which is Paramore, or I'll post some funny pop culture thing that I saw. But for the most part, I'm not really posting pictures of us Mm -hmm. or our cats or what we're doing on a day-to-day basis. Basically, I'm not being an annoying blogger on Instagram anymore. I'm not really like I'm 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 being a passive member of of the interwebs. You've gone into lurk mode? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't want to say lurk mode because I don't want that's going to make me sound creepy. Like I'm lurking on on the interwebs. I'm just <laughs> passively participating in social media. I'm even though I'm still very much glued to my phone 24-7, like my screen time is really bad. It's like eight hours every day. Mm. I'm not, I don't, I no longer have the need, the urge to want to post something on my Instagram feed as much as I did last year. I'm probably not going to post anything on there until something super, super significant happens Yeah. to us. And speaking of things significant or things that have happened to us, what has happened to us since the last time we did our podcast? Um, so the last time I did our podcast, I was talking about how it is very fashionable to be unemployed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that statement is still sort of true. Are you still fashionable? Uh, yeah, somewhat. <laughs> and I am still unemployed. Um uh, I'm just going to say it, and I said it before, but the job market is really, really crappy right now. It has been for like the last five-ish years, four or five years. COVID kind of messed everything up for everyone. I wish I had a really nice work-from-home job, but most of the work-from-home jobs are scams. Yeah. So I don't really... Part of the unemployment was because I had to get out of a difficult work environment. And that's all I'm going to say about that in case former coworkers or supervisors are listening to this. Um, For mental health reasons, I had to leave that area. And I just wasn't happy about that. You know, you get to a point where you think you know what you want to do, and then you have an existential crisis and you completely change your mind about everything you know and everything you want to do. And that's kind of what happened to me. I had a very uh, rude awakening about what I wanted to do with my life. Um, 
And so I decided that after five, six years of doing education, that that was not going to be for me anymore. It was just a long road to go down. Um, I don't want to name names here because I think I, I feel like I've talked about it extensively on here already, but to all the people that are teachers, I give you guys your flowers. I give you guys major respect because it takes a certain heart and a certain level of empathy and responsibility to bear the burden that you carry as a teacher and to bear the torch of being a teacher because it is a very tumultuous and rewarding profession at the same time. But I feel like at the same time, the it's just an uneven situation for the, teachers. There's a lot of negatives and a very few positives. Very few positives. So you genuinely have to love learning about things and learning or teaching people about learning. Yeah. And you have to have that love. Like you have to, it has to naturally come out of you. You can't just fake that. Yeah. And you know, I tried for, for a couple year years, I was very optimistic about teaching and I wanted to be a teacher and I wanted to get certified to be a teacher. And then I, I saw how it was. I saw how it be. And they don't, think it'd be like that but it do it do and i just my world was kind of turned upside down and i just didn't want to be a complete bridezilla when we got married so i think quitting my teaching job was probably the best thing that could have happened to me yeah in the long run even though mentally it was very defeating and I almost sometimes felt like a failure because I quit that job because I was like, well, I can't do this, hmm. but I'm not in the minority of people because I think a, a huge amount of people that were teachers ended up quitting because they just, not because they lost the passion for the teaching. It's just that they were so disillusioned. Just not a great work environment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about that because I don't want to get any defamation suits or <laughs> claims or if anyone is potentially out there lo- listening to this and wanting to hire me, uh, yeah, I don't want you to think bad of me. <laughs> um, but it hasn't all been. It hasn't all been bad. bad we things. took our extended honeymoon. We mm-hmm. took it uh, later in the year. We got married in May of this past 2023, and we didn't take our honeymoon until the end of November. End of November after Thanksgiving, actually, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the best decision we could have done because the weather was really, really nice. Um, it was my first experience at being a nomad <laughs> and kind of fending for myself. But not really fending for myself because I had you next to me all the time. <laughs> and we had canned food. And we also ate at restaurants pretty much every other day. Pretty much every other day. We <laughs> went We went camping. We went to Big Bend National Park. We went to Big Bend National Park. And we 
got to see a lot of beautiful wildlife. We got to see a lot of pretty uh, rock formations and and plants and flowers and just everything that Big Ben has to offer. It's a big old ecosystem of plethora of animals. <laughs> um, it almost makes you feel like you're not in Texas, but you are. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're kind of away from civilization sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because everything is so spread out and, and the park is just so, so big. It feels like it never ended when you were... It takes a while to drive to get in and out. It feels like a bubble. Yeah. Like you're in a echo chamber of like mountains and stuff. <laughs> echo chamber of nature. Of nature. Yeah. It, th- that's how I had to describe it. Sorry. My back is really itchy right now, so I'm making my co-host slash husband scratch my back right now because <laughs> it's really, really itchy. Um, we saw... Uh, animals that were near our campsite, like coyotes. Uh, we saw the coyotes practically every night because uh, the coyotes, we were camping at a camp center that was a little bit outside of the, um, outside of the, um, outside of the basin, basin, which is the main area of Big Ben mm-hmm. where all the campsites are at. Um, and so we were camping there. We had reserved our spot for a whole week. And pretty much every night without a fail, we heard uh, through the brush and the bushes that were near our tent, we heard the coyotes gather every night. And then every morning you would just hear the whole time. and. We, when we actually finally saw one that was like two feet away from us, I I thought they were going to be bigger, but they're about smaller than the average size dog. Yeah. They're like, I don't know, like a small. Like a small terrier. Yeah. They're, they're like the size of a small terrier. Maybe a, maybe a little bit bigger terrier, but like. They're, they're not that big. It's not, it's not that they're tiny, it's that they're scrawny. It's that they have really thin underbellies. Yeah, yeah, either they're in an area where there's not that much game for them, mm. uh, or there's just not enough food to go around, or yeah. there's not enough of them. Because coyotes hunt in packs, not like by, by themselves, themselves yeah. typically. We, um, we also saw some nice looking birds. Yeah, we saw some. Blue jays, we saw some cardinals, Mm -hmm. we saw some vultures, we saw hawks, Mm -hmm. we saw eagles, maybe? I don't think we saw an eagle. We saw hawks. Yeah, we saw hawks. Did we see any owls? I don't remember if we saw an owl or not. Um, What else did we see? We saw, oh, we saw bears. We saw two bears. We saw two bears. So funny story about the bear is that one day that we were at the basin um, at Big Ben, this is still in Big Ben, the main camping area basin where they have, that's that's within Big Ben. Um, We were doing a hike that day, and that hike pretty much took the entirety of the day. 
we ended up doing this hike that was, it said on there was like five and a half miles, but it, it felt like more. It took us like three hours to get to the final area of the basin or final area of the, the hike. And by the time we got there, it was already like oh, well over three and a half hours of hiking. Yeah. And then we had to hike another two and a half hours back. But luckily a, a park ranger took pity on us and offered us a ride on his on his pickup truck. Yeah, we, we finally got back to the lower area of the campgrounds, but we parked in the upper area where the restaurant was. Uh, and so we would have to walk through the entire campground in order to get back to our car. And the guy was like, hey, you want to just get in? I can just take you back up there. <laughs> and, like, and before that, while we were still on our hike and we were coming back from the because the hike is called the window trail. And basically it's called the window because both of the mountain peaks form like a window-like. Um, a big V-shape where a waterfall peak. cut through. And out in this peak, you are basically looking out into the Chihuahuan Desert. Chihuahua Desert, Chihuahuan Desert, whatever. Yeah. Um, it was very beautiful, but it was a def definitely it was my first time hiking so it was definitely a challenge for me i had mm. never really hiked anything before in my life up until that point so it felt very grueling to me but it was nice that we got to do that um but as we were coming back from the hike we kept bumping into people and there was one lady that had said Oh, watch out. There's bears. I just saw a bear. I just marked the spot where the bear was at. So we kind of, you know, internally started freaking out. And both of us looked at each other and we said, well, should we wait for the other people that are coming back from the hike? And we decided that would have been better because at least if we, you know, uh, stumbled upon Yoki Bear, uh, it was going to be as a group and not just like us two where the bear could possibly devour both of us in one bite. Mm. Um, so we made the choice to wait for the other safety in numbers, campers, hikers. Um, and then as we were coming back, it was near the brush area mm -hmm. uh, that one of the campers that we made friends with, he had his whole camera set up and he was about, 20 feet away from the actual bear. Yeah. Like he spotted the bear was taking pictures. And then the bear noticed that he was taking pictures. Cause these, I guess these bears are so desensitized and conditioned to humans that they just, you know, they just think they're normal. They think they're normal. But from what I heard from this camper was that he was trying to snap pictures of the bear 20 feet away from him. Mm. And the bear saw him and hissed at him like and he, and he got scared so then he ran kind of like walked towards us and told us what had happened and then all of a sudden we're making our way forward and there's more people coming to the area where we were at and all of a sudden i hear like rustling in like the like brush there's a, a small kind of dry creek between the main trail and then kind of a side path along the mountain wall and, and so we see this little black thing yeah, start moving around. Look, like two blobs of black. Yeah. And we end up realizing that 
the bear was right there, literally mm-hmm. like 20 feet from 20 feet away from us, um, like moving around in the brush. I guess the, the bear was sleeping in there. The cave was near there or they, something. They wander around the entire park looking for stuff and foraging. Yeah. But it was just kind of a surreal thing. The bear was just that close from yeah, us. Just right there. <laughs> and yet it didn't do any attempt to come towards near us or anything like that. Yeah, it just kept its distance. Um, I guess they're so used to human interaction. However, when we finally got that ride from the park ranger mm-hmm. and we made our way up to the basin restaurant, which is delicious, I recommend it if you're in Big Ben and you're the actual basin, go to the basin restaurant. It's really, really good. Um, try their cobbler of the day for mm-hmm. dessert. Um, terms of entrees, I'm not going to list what to get because it's up to your personal preference. Um, but as we were there trying to get dinner, one of the days that we were done with our hikes, um, everybody was ordering their dinner and we were sitting down. We had already eaten our appetizer and we were kind of waiting for our entree. Our entree comes. We take a few little bites and out of the corner of my eye, I start noticing that there's people outside and they're saying, oh, there's a bear, there's a bear. There's a, a big glass wall like on the side of where like you can see kind of out into the campground area. So it's just an overlook that you can see down in there. It was an overlook with like a railing. Mm-hmm. And so we start hearing people saying, oh, there's a bear, there's a bear, there's a bear. And we're thinking the bear is like maybe close to the mountain range yeah. or like is far away from us. Well, we end up, there's a door that's like right next to our table. So we ended up opening the door to go outside onto this like terrace terrace railing thing. And we look out and onto the overlook and the bear is like right there, like two feet away from us, (laughs) two feet away from everybody. The bear had made an appearance walked around and basically was like all right humans get your pictures sniffing around for the food at the restaurant at the restaurant because he knew that everybody was there and you know those that that bear was smart and calculated they knew that everybody was getting their dinner it's probably gotten scraps before that way like from campers like oh throw them some food or something yeah maybe but anyways we we got there and we saw the bear we shot a couple of pictures and the bear, you know, kind of made its way to the more shrubby part of the... We got some good bear booty shots. Yeah. The bear showed us its bear butt. Mm-hmm. But to my surprise, the bear wasn't actually not that big. I was yeah. expecting a bigger bear. But these were Mexican black bears. Black bears mm-hmm. So they're not all that big. They're yeah. about the size of a... I don't know, a middle-aged man, (laughs) which I mean, hypothetically speaking, you're probably thinking, well, how tall is this middle-aged man? Maybe like six feet. If it was completely standing up, it'd probably be six feet, six feet, like six feet, right? Probably like six feet tall. Not, not, not that big compared to like grizzly bears and like black Russian bears or polar bears or polar bears. This, this bear was not that big. No. It didn't look that menacing either. And I've heard that if they're black, they're not as aggressive as the brown bears or as the Arctic bears. Yeah. 
generally. Generally yeah. speaking, there's like there's this little rhyme, but I I think someone made it up. Yeah. Just to not make people mess with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But that was that was fun. We saw a lot of like ram, like wild goats and rams up on the mountaintops. Mm. We did not see a snake. However, when we were doing another hike another day, um, there was a lot of like, um, like stones and hedges and big boulders. And we had a group of, of people say, oh, watch out. We just saw the rattlesnake. We just saw a snake near a big old like boulder. So please be careful. We didn't run into any snakes, which was good, because I would have just pissed myself if I had <laughs> run into one. Uh, we did see. Uh, what else did we see? We didn't see any other animals on that that walk, did we? Didn't down mm. in Santa Elena? No. 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 No, we didn't. We didn't see any more. Um, I I wanted to see some mountain lions, but. Yeah. They don't want to see me. I Those think are rare. Mountain lions are really good at hiding because we didn't we didn't get to see any of them. We did we see any like javelinas or any boar? No, no that was strange because javelinas are usually like the more common animal that you find in. We didn't even bend. see those. We saw like deer. We saw ram. Well, we did see. I think I saw one javelina, but it was dead on the side of the road. Oh, it was dead. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Roadkill. Roadkill. Um, so yeah, we went out. We w- stayed at um, a place called Seminole Canyon on the way up there. We stayed at Big Bend for the most of the week, and then came back to Seminole Canyon again. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed at a place called Rio Grande Village. Mm-hmm. We recommended. It. it was pretty affordable to stay there for yeah, the week. Not that bad. Um, if you're fine with just tent camping, I mean they don't they don't allow for any other big stuff in there. I think the the campground counselor people were allowed to have RVs, but most of the other ones were were like pulled behind trailers or like mounted in your car kind of. Uh, I think some campers. of them had RVs. Though. Yeah, near the front. Yeah. Yeah. They had some of them did have RVs. Yeah. Um, because they had a certain section for RVs. Yeah, because they had electric and um, sewage hookup. Yeah. Tank. Yeah. But the only downside to camping at Big Ben is that the only place you're going to find a shower is the little Big Ben convenience store. Yeah. And the showers are inconvenient. They're inconvenient. They have a shower and a laundry room where you can do your laundry, but you have to pay for the shower and the laundry facilities. And I think you had to pay $2 for Five minute showers. Two dollars for five minutes, and you have to pay in quarters. In quarters, so yeah. I don't know how we pulled that off. We Maybe. did. We successfully pulled off a five minute shower with both of us. Not really. Yeah, I, I, I still would... had suds on me <laughs> that I had to rinse off. I didn't get to rinse them off exactly. Yeah. Um, and we were very, very grateful that we got to go and spend some time with a friend and he offered us a warm shower yeah we, so we that... swung by austin on our way back home 
The Seminole Canyon did have showers, so we did shower there. It was once. free. Yeah, yeah. Free. Seminole Canyon National Park. Uh, State Park, I think. State Park. Yeah. Had free showers. So yeah. when you're there, definitely take advantage of that because unless you're going to a rest stop like Bucky's or something, there's not really going to be any places that have showers nearby. I think the only rest stops that have showers is Bucky's and Loves. Yeah. I don't there's not I don't, I don't know if Bucky's even has showers. Do yeah, they? they do. They do. In the restrooms. Oh, I've only ever seen the, the urinals and the yeah. stalls. No, they yeah. have showers in there. Okay. Mhm. I think you have to pay, mm. but they they do have showers. Um what else? It was fun. We had a really fun time on our honeymoon. We did several hikes. We did uh, Seminole Canyon, the Window Trail. And uh, the Santa Elena Trail. Santa Elena Trail, Boquillas so, Trail. Boquillas. So we did like four, four or five hikes. Yeah. Yeah, like four hikes. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Then before New Year's, we went um, to San Antonio for a little bit because we went to go get a couch at Ikea. And then we spent some time again in San Marcos with our same friend that let us stay over uh, when we were up in Austin. And then we came back and we've been back ever since just enjoying the married life, enjoying each other. And I've been back to work and she's been back to being a housewife, cleaning and cooking and messing with the cats and uh all that good stuff. And they have an automatic litter box, so hopefully yeah. that keeps things situated. Anyways, guys, we're running out of time. We're sleepy. Uh, Till next time, thank you for catching up, and we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.